You're listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Here, the editor and publisher of the Weekly Standard, Bill Crystal. Bill, I was looking for a contest last night somewhere, either the NLCS or the Monday Night Football game or the debate. I couldn't find one anywhere. Yeah, I don't think uh, Governor Romney quite won quite as handily as the, as the San Francisco Giants, but I thought he executed his strategy um, pretty well, and, and the strategy, I think, was a sound one. It's one that's going to make some of our conservative friends nervous because he certainly didn't go out of his way to aggressively push the differences with President Obama's foreign policy, but he stipulated uh, his criticisms and I think spent a lot more time convincing people he was ready uh, to be president, that they could be comfortable with him as commander-in-chief, and then sniping at President Obama. I think that was the right strategic decision for Mitt Romney. He's on the cusp of being, I think, of, of, honestly, of being our next president. I think he just had to close the deal and, 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 and make people think of him as the next president, not merely as the challenger to this president. I think he may have done it last night. But, you know, conservatives were sitting at home watching, going, come on, take the punch, Libya, Iran, nothing. He just stood there and let the president talk. It was so frustrating. Yeah, well, if politics is often frustrating, I found in my quarter century in Washington, and so often it's frustrating because your guy isn't doing what he should be doing. Uh, look, I don't know whether I think it was the right strategy. Basically, last night he could have adjusted a little bit, but uh, we can't. We won't know for a couple of weeks. It sort of depends on where you think the race is, what you think the voters wanted to hear. I don't think it's any secret that Mitt Romney is a Republican, a conservative. Uh, it's going to be. It's not going to go on apology tours. It's going to be more hawkish and uh, stand more closely with Israel and the like than, than than President Obama. So I'm not sure he needed to you know, litigate each of those issues and remind people of it over and over. I think what he had to show is that uh, the caricature of him was wrong. I do think that's a bit of a problem. That was a problem, I and mean, it wasn't foolish of President Obama to keep saying he's a warmonger, he wants to take us back to Bush, and all of that. Um, that could have been damaging to Mitt Romney, even though it's a silly charge, and even though in, in a long debate at a foreign policy think tank, I'd be happy to take on each of those issues. Romney may have felt that in 90 minutes, when you get to speak, you know, 40 minutes, the other guy speaking 40 minutes, the more important thing was not to give, uh, not to let that charge get any credence at all, and, and therefore to be, you know, sort of accept, acceptable president over the next four years. Um, and I think he did, he may have done that. Well, what was clear last night is, and as much fun as it was, as little fun as it was to watch, I should say, is that Mitt Romney had a strategy, and his strategy was, I'm going to look like the president, I'm going to look calm, cool, and collected, no matter what you do. Did you discern a President Barack Obama strategy, Bill Crystal, last night? Because I couldn't find it. No, I think it was to undermine exactly what you say Romney's strategy was. It is interesting that it's the challenger who has the strategy, it's the president who's busy trying to undermine the challenger. The trouble is he kind of, uh, about what is Obama's claim, that Romney's a flip-flopper who um, doesn't believe in much, or is it maybe even a closet moderate? But if that's the case, you know, is he really that scary? Or that he's a scary guy who's going to blunder us into a bunch of wars? I, I just think it was hard watching Romney there to believe it when Obama suddenly started talking about how Romney was reckless or Romney has been wrong about everything. And Romney graciously said, look, I don't disagree with you that much on Syria. It's a tough situation, but here's what I would do. You know, I, I thought it was, I think Obama is, was flailing a little bit. I think the instant polls showed a kind of a draw, and a lot of the commentators, of course, especially the liberal ones, thought Obama might have won on points. Even some conservatives said that because, you know, he, he nicked, he sort of won a couple of the exchanges in a sort of technical sense. But I think in the broader sense, when this settles in a day or two, uh, to the degree it changes the race, I actually think it will be a Romney victory uh, because he did what he had to do at this point in the race, 
hard to see that what Obama gets out of last night that he can build on. Yeah, because the trajectory has been that uh, Mitt Romney's been rising steadily in the polls. Uh, President Obama's been declining. Did anything happen last night to change that trajectory? And I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. And I think the question is, are we at a dead even race? It's not going to just come down to sort of, you know, you know, battling it out for that 1% of the vote in the middle and, and, and sort of ground games and all that. Or do, does Romney actually have momentum? He has been gaining. It hasn't been huge. It hasn't been a massive break to Romney. At least it doesn't seem to have been. But he, I think the gains have been pretty steady. There was a pretty big break after the first debate, and now it's sort of settled into a somewhat steady small gains. Um, and I, that's I think, the big question two or three days from now, is, is if Romney looks like he's gaining later this week, if he's not just steady but gaining a little bit, uh, that could really be, you know, there's still two weeks left, so that would be a very big thing. And the question is, what would reverse that momentum? Now, you never know, all kinds of things could happen. But I do think uh, President Obama's had... What, 270 minutes now to take his best shot to Mitt Romney. Uh, Romney is standing and smiling, and Obama is uh, looking a little bit, uh, uh, you know, peeved and, and, and distraught, I think. Yeah, there's so much talk about more October surprises. I have to say, I think this has been a pretty surprising October already. Well, you know, that's what's amazing. I mean, I, I was at a panel before the debate, and the other person on the panel is a good guy, a smart guy. Uh, said, uh, you know, very great confidence. This is going to be an incredible slugfest. It's going to make the second debate look look mild. And I said, I don't know, since conventional wisdom is always wrong, I suspect it will be the opposite. And I, of course, had a sense of what Romney's strategy was going to be, that it may not be such a slugfest. And, and in fact, it, it, it wasn't. Each of these debates has been very surprising. We think about the first one and the second one, which is the town hall, which the conventional wisdom was, well, you can't have a town right. the town hall. They, they're going to go light. Uh, and then this one, too, where Romney went both centrist and sort of presidential, uh, it's, 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 this is one reason politics is fun. You got to say it's just like the Giants coming back from down three-one. That doesn't happen too often. Why right? were they down? They three game, winning three games in two series mm-hmm. in a row to win. Has that ever happened? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not as up on baseball to answer <laughs> that question, but I will say that the the phrase that I got from my uh, uh, from folks I heard from via Twitter and Facebook, et cetera, was okay. Obama didn't get it done in this debate. That means warm up the missiles, find an aspirin factory. We're going to see some kind of bombing or something in you Libya. Know, Is that next? That, well, I don't know. I mean, I would hope a president wouldn't do that for electoral reasons, but it wouldn't be, um, I don't know, it's not inconceivable. I also do wonder how much of an assault we'll see on things like Romney's religious faith. Um, well, I guess just see an attempt to go back at Bain Capital. I mean, I do think all the... It's an interesting question. I mean, the left really hasn't really thought Obama was going to lose for a long time, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been ahead for the great bulk of the year. If they really believe by late this week that he could lose, that Romney could win, that there'd be a Republican House, that a lot of people they thought they had permanently exiled from politics will be kind of coming back in. To, uh, Paul Ryan will be the vice president of the United States with the Ryan budget, you know, looming on the horizon. I wonder how desperate will, and, and how mean and how... Really nasty it'll get. You mean we might see something worse than Big Bird, Binders, and then yeah. last night, Bayonets, which, by the way, apparently the debates were brought to you by the letter B. Hey, that's very good. That's a good if you, that's if you use that. If you, if you patented that line. That was, that was <laughs> I'm sharing so it with the, well, the podcast listeners at theweeklystandard.com. What else do I need to do? You don't need to do anything. I mean, that's, no, I was very struck and amused by the Bayonets line, too, for some reason. It, just like it was so condescending and and it wasn't as if Barack Obama, I mean, neither of them has served, of course. They're both conversant enough, I think, with military matters to, you know, to be, to, to, to carry themselves, you know, 
adequately in the debate, but the idea that Barack Obama is lecturing Mitt Romney on the military <laughs> because of his great knowledge of the Navy, really? I mean, that was so ludicrous. Well, I, I happen to know that I, um, and, and, President Obama served as a corpsman at one point, so perhaps that had exactly. an impact. Yeah, not that, even, yeah. That is, that is the question, and one last question for you is, you look at the direction of the Obama campaign, it's been getting smaller and smaller focusing more and more on minute issues, whether it's so-called women's issues, et cetera. Last night, really trying to zing Mitt Romney with these very narrow uh, constructs. And then the the challenge that I have been looking forward to seeing, and it's a kind of a Bill Crystal thing, is that Mitt Romney would kind of pick up the grander mantle. Here's my vision for America, what America will look like in the next four years. I don't think Mitt Romney has gotten as big as Obama has gotten small. Do you think that conservative kind of don't want to mess anything up Mitt Romney and his team will let him go big in the last two weeks? You know, it's a good question. I know they were working on a draft of a speech maybe to be given at the end of this week, kind of really laying out the domestic, well, laying out the whole agenda, but primarily domestic budget, economic agenda uh, in one place and, and trying to make clear it is a big agenda, um, which I think it is if you step back and think about it substantively, tax reform, entitlement reform, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I mean, it's going to be be a major, 2013, if Romney wins, will be a major year of legislation, repeal of Obamacare and replacing it. Um, I'd be interested to see whether they go forward with the speech. I hope they don't get too complacent. I hope they don't sit on, try to sit on their very small lead. Uh, think, hey, we did a good job. Now we can just sort of go you know, run around Ohio for two weeks. Um, important as Ohio is. So, yeah, I, I hope they kind of go one more step in laying out the big agenda uh, over the final two weeks. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens on that later this week. Uh, Bill Crystal on the Weekly Standards podcast. You can listen to them regularly here at weeklystandard.com.